welcome to Ultra Catalyst. I'm your host, Stephen Nosek. We'll be exploring the one decision people make to drive change in their lives. Join me each week to hear from a variety of guests about what they did, the techniques and strategies they used, and how they're now leading their best life. Welcome back to the Ultra Catalyst Podcast. My name is Stephen Nosek. I'm your host today. We are in episode four, and today's topic, we're going to be talking about sign up, pay, and go figure it out. Now, why is this important to us? Because there's a lot of different goals that we have where we're going to go out and we're going to attempt to try to do something difficult and hard, and we're going to look for different opportunities where we can grow. Now, a lot of people, when they see this and they set that goal out in the front, they say, I want to go out and get my best body ever. I want to go out and run a marathon. Maybe I want to go get a real estate license or a Salesforce um, administrative certificate or a broker's license or whatever it is, right? There's some sort of target in the future that we're going to go after. Now, a lot of times we have this aspiration, like that pie in the sky that we're going for. And we start thinking about what are the activities we need to do it? What's it going to take from an effort standpoint? For example, how much time is involved? What am I going to have to lose or put down to be able to take up the amount of time and effort and energy to carry myself forward to finish this one particular goal? Now, I'm going to tell you a little bit about a story. About four and a half years ago, my brother Jeff and I, we were running different 5, 10, 15 plus K races over a series of month, months. We progressively got stronger, healthier, fitter, and we'd go farther distances. And in May, I think it was 2018, one of my goals for that entire year was to run a full-length marathon. I'd never, ever run a marathon ever in my life. And what I did was, is I signed up for the Santa Cruz Marathon. My brother Jeff, on the other hand, he signed up for the half marathon because I'd been running a little bit longer than him, and I was conditioned and ready to go. And he was also ratcheting up his ability to run those distances, but decided to sign up for a half marathon instead. Now, during this day, let me set the stage for what happened on the Santa Cruz Marathon. We got up about 4.35 in the morning. The race starts, I think, right around 7 or 8 a.m. And we walked down to the main boulevard in downtown Santa Cruz, right next to the beautiful Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk. The sky is gray. It looks like it's going to rain. The night before, it sprinkled. We did a little test run out there, got all wet. And I kid you not, about three to four minutes before the starting gun went off or whistle, the skies opened up and it just started a downpour. Everybody cheered for a brief second, thinking the rain was only going to last a few minutes. We kind of get refreshed. 
And then we'd start running this long distance, right? 13.1 or 26.2, depending on what distance you were going to go. Well, I'll tell you what, that rain did not let up the entire day. It got worse and worse and worse. It was of epic conditions outside. I'm not kidding to you. We had rain, we had hail, lightning, thunder, and even flash flooding in some of the lower level areas closest to the ocean. It was insane. And you know what? Almost 50% of the people that were out there said, F it, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I'm not going to put myself through this. Both me and Jeff, we just carried on. We went as far as we could, as fast as we could, sometimes walking through ankle deep, calf high, flooded walkways and, and roads and trails. Man, it was nasty out there. But you know what? The entire time, both of us were just laughing. I couldn't see him. I was on a different part of the course. He couldn't see me. But deep down inside, we had that connection like, we're already built for this. It can't get any worse than this. Not the hail, not the lightning, the flooding, none of that. And you know what? We went through and we finished this race. I met him at the end of the marathon. We both gave each other big hugs, embraced, and laughed. Now we were covered in sweat, muck, gross shit, and we were sopping wet. The blisters on my feet were just horrendous. Now, about 30, 40 minutes after we got some food from the race and we walked back to the hotel, it's time to get cleaned up. And as we're talking, replaying the scenarios and the different events and conversations we had with the different participants, we were laughing. And without hesitation, we said, that wasn't even that hard. What's harder? What's next? What's going to require us to put in more effort, more time, more energy? It's going to be more difficult. What are we going to go do? We didn't know. So we started brainstorming about it. The summer before, Jeff was up in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. He was down near uh, Coeur d'Alene Lake. And he observed and witnessed a ton of athletes run by in the marathon section part of the Ironman. And he said, you know what? I saw this thing. It was called an Ironman. It's got a swim, a bike, and a run. And we looked at each other and we said, awesome, we're doing it. Now, interesting enough, this is what happens to a lot of us. We see something out in the future something uncomfortable, something that we want to attain or go after, and we say we're going to do it. And then the problem comes, and I say problem, and you'll understand why, is a lot of us start fabricating these stories in our minds. How are we going to get there? What's the cost going to be? How much time do I have the experience, the training, the know-how? Do I also have the support of my family? And you know what, before long, that distant vision of completing this out far event or obtaining something out there, 
it fades into the past. It becomes something that you say, someday I'll get to it, maybe next year. Now, the reason why that happens is because you didn't draw a line in the sand. You didn't take a flag and stick it in the ground and claim the land is yours, saying, I'm going to work my ass off to get there. And that's what's been a lot of the problems for a lot of people, is they have these grandiose sort of visions of where they want to go, what they want to do, how much riches, wealth, all this other status stuff that people think about. But they never plant that flag. Now, for us, we did something different. Right after we identified what it was, we got online and we said, when is the next triathlon that's local to us? And we were living in the Bay Area, California, right? San Jose, San Francisco Bay Area. And we found about four or five months later, it's the Santa Cruz Half Ironman. Without hesitation or even consulting each other or our significant others, we both logged on the site on our separate laptops, paid our 300 and some odd dollars, almost $400, and registered. Boom, we planted our flag. Did we know what we were getting into? Absolutely not. We just knew that the challenge was greater than what we just accomplished in this epic environment running the Santa Cruz half and full marathon on that May uh, morning and afternoon. I mean, anyone else running this stuff and over 50% of the participants said, F that, I'm never doing this again. I could probably tell you how many people after completing that full marathon or even the half marathon said, I'm going to go out and run another one. Probably not a lot. But Jeff and I, we've learned over time that if we want to go after something, you're going to have to pay that price. You're going to have to register. You're going to have to put down the investment up front, put it on the calendar, schedule it, and then go figure out how you're going to get there. Right? Just like you, if you're a business owner or an employee or maybe a student, you know where you want to get to. You have a plan. And you start doing little things to get after it. And sometimes you just don't have it mapped out. And you struggle. You get a lot of back and forth. One day became someday, which turned into a year, two years, three years, a decade. And you still haven't accomplished that, right? I look in my business life. I got a few of those business ideas. I keep swirling them around. I haven't planted the flag. Well, this year is different. We'll get into that later on. But back to our story. When we put our money down for the Ironman, we didn't know what kind of equipment we needed. Didn't know what kind of training was required other than it will be more than what we've been doing to prepare for our marathon. Now, I'll tell you this. To complete an Ironman, it takes a little bit of financial money to go out and get the equipment or even rent the equipment. Now, to do one in Santa Cruz, if you're thinking swim, bike, and run, well, in the swim, that's gonna be in the ocean. Average temperature in the Pacific Ocean right there in Santa Cruz, 
varies from the low 50s to the mid 60s, depending on the, the time of year. We're going to be doing this, I think it was August or September. And the water, it's a little warmer, but still, I think it was about 55, 56 degrees. I'll go back and look. But beside the point, to be able to swim out there for 1.2 miles, it's very tough to do without a wetsuit. You need a wetsuit. And if you know anything about wetsuits, kind of like I did 25 years ago when I used to surf in the Pacific Ocean, if you don't have a wetsuit, you're probably not going to stay in the water for too long because it's going to get cold and you're just going to start shivering and it's going to suck, right? Well, guess what? Neither of us owned wetsuits. Wetsuits are going to range anywhere from 150 to several thousand dollars, depending on the type you get. Well, hey, I didn't have that kind of money. So what did I do? A few days before the event, I rented a wetsuit just for that event. Now, I hadn't swam either, neither had Jeff. He hadn't swam in years. And now we got about eight to 10 weeks to practice to perfect our swimming, to be able to go out and swim in the ocean. Something we didn't know how to do because it's been a long time. So that's equipment one. That's some obstacle. A, we don't have the money for it. And B, I don't know where I'm gonna be able to get the time to go out and practice to swim. Where I live, they don't have a pool. I'm not driving to Santa Cruz every single weekend to go practice swimming in the ocean. That's a lot of time, it's a lot of money. I gotta figure it out. Number two, a bike. Well, you're gonna ride 56 miles through the Santa Cruz coastline, up Highway 1, almost to Davenport, turn back around, and then come back uh, to finish out the run. I didn't own a bike. My brother Jeff didn't own a bike. Neither of us had probably ridden a bike at 10 speed, 21 speed, whatever speed, probably 10, 15 years at most. Right? We just started running six, seven months ago. Bike? I don't know how the hell I'm going to ride a bike. Well, entry level bikes probably going to cost you about a thousand bucks. You can go up ten thousand plus dollars, whatever kind of bike. But you know what? We didn't have those equipment. Didn't, didn't even know what I needed. Right? Here we are. We just signed up. We got four, four months down the road, um, eight to 12 weeks or eight to 10 weeks to prepare. We don't have the equipment. And then the last one, the, the, the half marathon and the half Ironman. Well, I got running shoes. I got running equipment. Okay, cool. I'm locked down on that. I'll continue to do that. Well, a few weeks went by and I'm still looking at my bank account, checking in with my brother. Neither of us bought wetsuits. Neither of us signed up for a gym with a pool. None of us bought bikes. And our window of opportunity keeps compressing. That eight plus 10 week time is now six weeks to prepare. I've done a ton of running. I've done absolutely no swimming and I've done absolutely no biking, not even cardio in, in the gym that I was going to. Man, it is difficult and challenging to think I got six weeks to prepare for an event that's harder than a marathon, and I don't even have the right equipment. What the hell am I thinking, right? But what did we do? We figured out how to be able to do it. 
Now, over those six weeks, what did I do? Well, every single week, I drove out to Santa Cruz. It was the summertime. My family got young kids. They like going to the boardwalk and play video games. So here's the deal. We're going to go to the ocean. We're going to go to the beach. Y'all could play on the sand. I'm going to go swim for about 45 minutes in the ocean with no wetsuit. Yes, with no wetsuit. And then afterwards, we'll go play some video games. I did that six weeks in a row. That was my only swimming. And believe me, if you go into the Pacific Ocean, especially in Northern California, swimming for 45 minutes, you're going to get cold very quick. I don't know how many times I came out there shivering my ass off, um, wrapped in blankets and, and towels, still shivering an hour later as we're playing video games, right? Kind of dumb. Uh, I just didn't have the money to buy a wetsuit. And I didn't know where I could get a gym membership where we we're living at because we we're still living in an RV. Now, Jeff, he joined a gym and he was able to, our community club, he was able to do some swims, not a lot, but he still did some. And then a bike. Well, I had a friend. His wife had bought him a bike and it had been sitting in his garage for almost 10 years. He loaned it to me. Well, unfortunately, the bike was three sizes too small. It felt like I was a clown in a circus trying to ride this mini bike. It wasn't going to work. Yeah, I put a few miles on it, but it had it was nothing near what I was going to need to ride 56 miles up and down the Santa Cruz cliff drive and then onto Highway 1. So I went to a local sporting goods store. I figured out what the cheapest bike I could find that was on sale, and I put it on a credit card. Well, I actually maxed out my credit card. It was about $1,200, buy a helmet. I used my running shoes. I didn't have regular um, biking shoes that you clipped in. I mean, literally, this is pretty low budget. Now that I think about it, I should have went to like play it against sports, maybe a Goodwill, Salvation Army, secondhand pawn shop, whatever. I could have bought a bike probably for four or $500. And then I would have had to get it tuned, which is like another 100, 150 bucks. So, but you know what? I bought a bike and now I got five weeks to go out and train. So once again, my window of opportunity to go out there and even participate is shrinking. Fast forward to the day of the event. We both put in as much time and training as we could in that compressed window. I had a rented uh, full length, full sleeve wetsuit, never, ever put it on before that day. Didn't know how to swim. I got gashes up and down my arms. It was terrible because I felt constricted. But you know what? It cost me 60 bucks to rent the wetsuit for three days. I used it for about an hour. Uh, and that was it. Maybe a little longer than that because in an Ironman, you're kind of standing in line for a little bit before you start. But Besides the point, it was difficult, but I still made it through. Fast forward, I get on the bike. I do pretty well. About three and a half hours on the bike. It's a little slow, but keep in mind, I'd only been riding a bike for about five weeks. And all the roads that I was riding on, there was almost no grade. It was all flat. 
I didn't even train for going up and down hills. I mean, where I was living in the valley, it's, it's, it's flat as pancake. The run part, I did all right because I've been running. Not to mention, I already ran half the course during the Santa Cruz Marathon three, four months earlier. So no big deal. You know what? When I crossed the finish line, I was elated and I was hooked. Now, the reason why is, is because I set that goal early on with my brother that says, we're going to do something harder. Let's find it. Let's put the money down, plant the flag, and then figure it out. There was no other choice. Now, were we totally prepared? Did we have all the information, the knowledge we needed, the equipment we needed when we signed up? No. All of this was financed on credit cards. Didn't have the cash to do it, but we put it on the calendar. We paid the fee and we went and we figured it out. Now think through, what are you doing today? Do you have a goal that you're going after? You know, you got to put in the work. It's scary. Well, I'm going to tell you, if you don't put it on the calendar and at least go pay for whatever it is that you're going to do, those hours, those days, those weeks, maybe those years, they're going to add up. And before you know it, that thing you wanted to do in 2018, you still haven't done because it's 2023. Believe me, I've been there. I'm doing that in several areas of my life. But when it comes to training and your desire to go out and run or do an ultra event or some sort of extreme uh, endurance activity like an Ironman or triathlon, anything like that, go out, find a race in the future, three, four, five months down the road, and put the money down. That is the best motivator to get you to go out there and put in the work. Now, as I mentioned, did I put in a full effort once I did that? No, life got in the way. Things happened. I didn't have the equipment, but you know what? I still showed up and I tried to drive as much consistency as I could to be able to get to the finish line. Now, mind you, I almost got disqualified in the swim, I almost got disqualified in the bike because I was a little slow, but I kept fighting until I got to the end of the journey. And you know what I did after that? I said, what's harder than this? We found another Ironman two and a half, three months later in um, the Palm Springs area, La Quinta, and we signed up. Now, I knew where I could rent a wetsuit. I still didn't own one. I already owned a bike. Now I just got to figure out how I'm going to pay to get there. Well, that's another story. Thanks for tuning in today. Just a quick recap. If there's things that you want to go after, maybe it's an ultra race, a triathlon, maybe even a 5K. Maybe you're sitting on the couch like I was in 2018 in the beginning, doing absolutely nothing. Go out, find what that activity is that you want register, put down the entrance fee, even if it's an exam for a license or a certificate or a broker, whatever it is that you want to do. Maybe you want to start taking a class, go enroll in a college. And then just know that you just invested in it. You better put the work in there. That way, when you get to the end, you could celebrate.
It's one of those trophies you can hang on the wall. Well, friends, thanks for tuning in. Subscribe, send me a comment, or check out some of my other podcasts on Ultra Catalyst Podcast. Thanks for your time tonight. We will check in with you next week.